0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Zero to Woman podcast dedicated to helping women level up in their personal and professional lives. My name is Jifa Menta and I'm your host. Today we are talking about an exciting and impactful topic, entrepreneurship. Now I know that entrepreneurship is a big umbrella and there are a plethora of things that we can talk about, however we will touch on a couple of things here and then we are going to have the rest available at the free webinar that we'll be organizing in a few weeks. So please watch out for that. Follow our social media channel so you can get all the tea once the info is out, okay? So entrepreneurship side hassles, however you look at it, but typically building a business office boundless opportunities for financial growth, for personal growth and it gives you a chance to bring your vision to life and so whether you're about an entrepreneur or you're you're simply curious about how to go about this whole entrepreneurship thing, you have an idea that you want to birth, this episode is tailored just for you. It's important that I also state before I proceed that not everyone wants to become an entrepreneur or wants to start a side hustle or wants to do business at all. Um, Either, you know, the time is not right for them or they never ever want to do it. And I think that is completely fine. I think that there has to be, um, we need to allow people who want to only do a typical ninety five or build a career in a profession, you know, from whatever profession that they have and just focus on that we, we don't need everyone going into entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship requires a lot of time, a lot of effort, you know, you need to commit some resources into that and you need to be consistent enough to see the results. And so there's no need for us to rush people into it or try to get everyone into it right and it's also not like to escape unemployment it's okay if you're unemployed and want to start a business that's completely fine but it shouldn't be as if if people do not start a business or are not working towards that or do not have a side hustle, they're not living right or they're doing something which is Bad, right? So it's very important that I put that out there because sometimes it feels like entrepreneurs are bullies, right? I think that we've all seen it before that sometimes entrepreneurs can be bullies. It's like, oh, you don't have a side hustle. Why? You don't want to start a business. Why? You should at least have multiple streams of income. Yes, you should have multiple streams of income, or having multiple streams of income gives you a buffer, right? So that when one income stream goes down, you have another one providing your basic needs right but people can go about this whole financial independence thing in the way that seems right to them and that does not include or necessarily have to include entrepreneurship so it's very important that I point that out and yeah we get that straight so entrepreneurship just involves you identifying a gap in the market and taking the risk to create a solution for the problem that you have identified and turning that into a profitable business, right? Because it's very important that at the end of the day, you're making money or you will make money eventually from this venture, from this pursuit that you have taken upon yourself. So these are the issues and that's what you need to focus on, right? Find a problem, make sure that there are people who actually have the problem. And these people who have the problem are willing to pay for it, right? So that's like the fundamental principle of entrepreneurship, right? So it's not working from solution to problem, it's working from problem to solution, right? And I know that sometimes they're like groundbreaking ideas or groundbreaking solutions and technologies, that's fine. But sometimes it can just be you taking something that exists already and adding your touch to it, right? Or doing it better, however that is for you. And most importantly, making sure that there are people who are willing to part with their money for your service or for your product. Because if you are creating something and everyone says, oh, wow, this is beautiful i like that you're trying to solve a problem for me and they're not willing to pay for that you don't have a business right you have something else but it's not a business right and so you should have something that people want to part with their money for and tell their friends about and something that can grow that can scale and uh, there's some particular types of companies that are like industries that the scalability is very important, right? Whatever it is that you are making, whatever product or service, it has to be scalable. But sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be scalable, right? It can be just like you starting a salon in your area and you know, wanting to scale it to like other parts of of the country. And that is completely fine as well. So they're just like different types. Just know what you want to do, where you belong and then build based on that knowledge so let me talk about identifying opportunities opportunities are all over problems also known as opportunities are all over the place right and it's like a very big foundation um for entrepreneurial success and so you need to be able to recognize these opportunities and it means that you need to be very keen have like a keen awareness of the market of the market trends of your target audience like their consumer preferences um and their societal needs like in general like the needs of these people like in general right so you should be able to connect dots so like i said connect dots between like existing challenges and innovative solutions or just like create an entire new solution right so it's just like different ways you can go about it right and I think that it's very important that whenever we we want to be sure, like if you are starting from scratch and you want to be sure there's a market for your product, it's important that you conduct market research. And so you can understand the customer pain point and then you can validate your idea as well and get a lot of feedback, right? So for instance, if you notice that people in your area struggle with, getting to work in the morning um either because the vehicles did you not own your own cars or the roads are bad or the vehicles that come to your area only come after a particular time or not you want to speak to them some more like connect the market research understand which of the problems is like where what is their pain really like what is their pain and then you would see how you can solve it and then talk to them about it and then try to get their feedback right so there's always a need for you to validate that if you realize it you have to make sure that there's so many other people who see it as a pain as well because you're not just the only person right and you're going to sell to a lot of people to make a lot of money so you need, there has to be a lot of people who agree with you that okay this is a pain it's a pain that i cannot get to work early in the morning Maybe they cannot get to work early in the morning, but they are fine. They are fine with getting to work at 10. Maybe they where they work, the people they work for have adjusted that all the people coming from this area arrive to work at 10 and close at midnight, right? And so that's not a problem for them. So you want to be sure that, It's a pain, not just for you or whatever you have identified. It's not because you just identified it, but because everyone else that you potentially serve sees that as a pain. Right. And they're willing to jump on it if you ever do something about it. Right. And so if you're trying to build a solution for people, always understand their cultural context and try to find a solution that fits perfectly well into their context and then move on from there. Another thing you need to do after you have identified the problem, validated your market, you know, and you know, be sure of like the solution you're about to build is to have a good business plan. I have seen people who do this with our business plan. I, I don't know <laughs> if that's okay. Um, at least you should have a create like a business model canvas that is quite simpler to build and, just simpler to go through, right? Or like seven or eight steps. And so you can do that. But my point is that you need to have a plan. And the thing about having a business plan or creating a business model canvas is that it walks you through all the parts of the business that you might not have thought of yet, right? Like it will, it will help you structure the process and define like strategic direction and objectives and all the operational details relevant for your business venture. And these things are very relevant. And that's what would we'll, we'll differentiate between like a business that is just there and a business that is going somewhere. You need to know, you need to write all of these things down. How would you monetize? What are the key components? And like, what makes you different? What's your value proposition? What are your objectives? You know, like these are things that are very, very important. Where Your revenue streams, like your pricing strategy, you know, what's your cost structure? And it's not hard. You don't need to have done accounting or read business to do this. You can just go on like Google how to create a business planning. You would find if you learn by watching videos, go on YouTube, type the same thing out, and then you would find videos that will help you go through this. Also, we're going to have a webinar, like I said. So... Stay tuned that maybe you can come learn how to do this over there. Right. But there has to be planning and the planning has to be effective. Right. It has to just like all these things your financial projections, your risk assessments, all of these things. And these are not big topics, I promise you. These are not like topics that are because I'm sure you're thinking, oh, I just wanted to say this, that this side has. So do I have to go through all of these things? Yes, you do. You do. Right. If you're starting a business, where you expect to make profit, you need to do these things. It's okay if you have started now and you don't have all of these things planned out. But always go back to have a plan. You need to have a plan. Like you need to have a plan for what you want to achieve this year, for what you want to achieve next year, for like the next like whatever years of your business. Um, Having a plan guides you and then it helps you focus. It doesn't mean that the plan is cast in stone. Of course you can change it. Right you don't have to like stick to the same thing as you move on you can always edit plans you can always change it based on the the insights that you get and the feedback that you get. However, you need to have a plan to begin with to know what you go back to the drawing table to you know change and shape so that's very 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 important also if you're trying to like get funding or anything without a business plan, it's going to be very hard for you to get there right? From like outside sources, maybe it might be easier for you to get it from family and friends, but from outside sources or external funding, it might be quite, quite difficult. Okay. So talking about that, I want to talk about procurement um, briefly before we go to funding. Now, procurement is a very interesting topic because it depends on how many products you want to bring, right? Or the availability of your product if you uh of course, if you are building like technology, this will not apply to you or it's like an engineering thing, this might not apply to you, or even if it's a service business, this might not be applicable. however, if it's a product based business, then you need to have products right so how do you procure these products whether that means you have to go to like your local market or so like the biggest local market in your area and buy it for cheap and come and put a markup and sell it, you know, just like test the waters. Or it means that you have to like procure from like, say, China or Turkey or you know wherever manufacturing is is done, and uh, it's done with like at a low cost so that you can sell and make your margin. need to figure out all of these out right so you decide on where to go to if you want to do china go to alibaba you know if you want to go do turkey just google it you find manufacturers for any and everything at all thank god for the internet these things are good to find shadow meetings with them shadow calls with them talk to them about the minimum order quantity Um, about customization ask them for samples most of them are kind enough to send you free samples. So some of these things you need to like think about that, like start thinking about them, start getting them. And then you can tell them, okay, so um I I like your product or I like the direction, but I want these this these like other touches to my product to make the unique if you need to create a patent, you have to start thinking of these things, you know, like the product as well. So as you're doing all of these start thinking about your product. So thinking about how you it will look, the packaging and everything else that will come with it. So that's what you should think about. Next thing is funding and resources. I know that in Africa, funding can be very difficult to get, especially as women, you know. So funding is generally difficult to come across. But if you want to check the table, black women are at the bottom, like and black men are there. You know like maybe like close to the bottom and african women are just at the bottom of that of the pyramid when it comes to funding it's unfortunate it's not funny it's unfortunate i know that a lot of people are doing things to change that and i do appreciate the effort but the reality is that there's not a lot of funding available for black women and for some type of businesses. Even now, most of the funding available are available for tech businesses, right? Like tech startups. And so you don't see a lot of funding for put-up-based startups or put-up-based businesses. And so, yeah, it's just very important for us to realize that this is the reality and do something about it or think of how we can, you know, go about it based on the information that we have. And so... um. I think that if you want to go the bank route, you can get loans from the banks. And we like savings, um, all these savings and microfinance banks have small loans that they give to people. Um, if you want to go that route, fine. Just be sure that you know the interest rate because sometimes the ones that I have seen, the interest rates are ridiculously high, right? And the terms are not as great. So, you want to be sure if you're going that route, please ask all the questions you can ask. Talk to your friends who are in finance or who understand these things or spend time reading, Googling, ask questions. Be sure that you're going in for a good deal and something that you would have to pay with you know, all your profits and whatnot. So be very, very careful and um, just get the facts right before you get into these loans from these like financial institutions, microfinance. And all of that. And I think you can always use your personal savings. It's always a good idea for you to just put your savings in there. Also, just know that if you're going to start a business there, there is some level of risk. Right. So if you don't want to part with anything or you don't want to toy with that idea, I don't think that it's cool for you to go into, you know, running a business because it's, it's going to happen at some point in time. Right. So it's it's a risky venture as to the amount of risk, whether it's high risk or low risk, you you can determine how risky it would be for you. However, there's some form of risk. Right. So you can use your personal savings. You can draw your personal savings into that and hope that it would work. Right. You can do crowdfunding. Um, you can apply for grants. There's so many grants Um, you can check OpportunityDex.org, I think. Um, But they're always like posting grants, you know, and companies or organizations that are willing to give grants to specific industries and businesses. You can check that. Um, If you're building a tech business, talk to a VC, talk to an angel investor. That one, you have like a whole pool of people who are willing to invest usually, at least right now. So that's good. Um, And then you can talk to an impact investor if you're building like a social impact product. You can do that as well. So you need to search hard for these things. Some of them might not be even in this region. So some of the investors that you'll be looking at get them might not be African investors or might not be situated in the continent, on the continent. But you need to reach out to them. There might be elsewhere, Asia, Europe, the Americas. Just Extend your tentacles, right? Like just look far, look wide, and try to find something that works for you. Um, yes. So also, there's there are like incubators and mentorship accelerators that will train you, give you the right knowledge to start a business, and then you know give you seed funding. So most does that. They have like other programs if you don't want to go through like their whole one year training program. There are other programs that you can join with your business and push your business forward. So look out for such things, you know, and try to join and grow your business with all of that information. Those are like highly specialized resources or programs, and all the content are curated, and you stand a chance of winning, you know, some funding if you win, um, I mean, if you go through the process well and all of that. So you can always like check check that as well. So funding is, is, is a tricky topic, I know. I know that there's a lot of mentorship for women than funding, which I find very bad and which a lot of us are doing something about. However, um, just do with what you have for now, as you still dream big and you still keep trying to get, you know, the right amount of money that she need so another thing to speak about is the legal and regulatory considerations right and i think that for every 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 company sorry every country has um legal regu- regulations when it comes to businesses so for instance if you want to start a microfinance or a bank you can't just start a bank you have to go through proper regulation if you want to start even a fintech you have to go through proper regulation, right? Or at least work with or collaborate with an existing fintech that has the, um, that has undergone the proper regulations and is in the right standing. And so, please know the regulations. Know the types of ways you can register your company: limited liability, sole proprietorship, and then register it. Know what it means to. Register still proprietorship business. Like it means that every liability falls on you. Limited liability means that if your business goes down, or if there's any liability, it doesn't touch your own, you know, your personal properties and stuff like that. So just like understand what these two mean, um, get the real definitions, please. I'm just tell you what I know, um, and this is not to detail. So read a lot more about that, um, and understand these two types of like business registration that there's some more i think they use this like c corp and stuff like that but just understand um understand what people will typically do <coughs> and what typically pe- people typically do in, in in your industry right like do your business registration if you need permits get yeah, the permits if you need licenses if you need taxation contracts you know ip labor laws just know all of these things right sometimes some of these businesses if it's like a straightforward product based like buying and selling you might not need to know all of these things just like register your business and get permits and then just keep it moving you know and the taxation contracts and keep it moving however if like like i said if you're doing a fintech you need all, you need a lot more like you need to know what it requires right, a fintech, right? Because they're like anti-money laundry laws and stuff like that, that you need to know, familiarize yourself with, right? If you're running a tech company, there's a reason why a lot of tech companies would register in Delaware, right? Um, so these are things that you need to know, right? So ask people who have done it before, determine the le- appropriate legal structure for your business right from the get go register with appropriate government authorities right so that you can get the legal recognition and protection i know that sometimes a lot of the things that they say like for instance in ghana they will tell you that oh you can you know like there are programs in place actually um for you to get tax holidays if you're a small business whether it has been implemented or not I, i cannot tell for sure however i know that there are like such programs and you can only enjoy these things if you're a registered business, right? During COVID, we saw that like in the US and the UK, the government gave them, you know, like all these like monies, you know, and all of these interventions were put in place. And the people who enjoyed the were people who had legally recognized businesses, right? So it's very important that you go through the legal route. Um, I know that sometimes people are trying to evade taxes. That's why you don't want to do this. But you don't need to even evade taxes, per se. that you can talk to your tax um company or tax organization and then tell them whether you made profit or not if you do not make any profit if they know how to go about these things right and so it's don't don't try to evade it in your question like evade taxes or not contribute to society, you might not even gain as much right, yeah, so you need to like get all of these things done. Right, just understand them. You get it If you need like an i p or you need a patent, these are things that you need to, to 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 think of. You need to trademark your name in like specific countries. you know I've seen people like trademark their fabrics, stuff like that, so or patent their fabrics, so please get to know all of these things. Cool, all right. Um, And then marketing and branded. So marketing and branded is very fundamental as well. If you build a nice product and (laughs) if you build a nice product and no one knows about it, you're not going to make money, right? So you need to let people know about your product. So, and this takes time, especially if you are starting, like developing a strong brand identity takes a lot of time. And so just do it gradually and be consistent with it. And eventually everyone will know you for your brand. Right. And so branding is just like the emotion that you want to evoke from people whenever they see or anything about your brand. Right. So whether your logo, whether your product, whether your packaging, whatever, whether an ad from you, what emotion do you want to evoke from them? So that's what branding is. And that's the only ways to go about it. There's this course on Coursera, Introduction to Marketing by University of Penn. You can enroll in that, you know, and pay for nine dollars for a certificate, or like just like enroll in that for free without a certificate, and then learn about marketing, you know, pricing, everything that has to do with marketing. That course is very, very great. I took it once, and. It was a life changer. So if you're not familiar with marketing at all and you want to get your marketing game unlocked, please take that course. There's so many other courses you can find, but I particularly like that, right? So please just get that unlocked. The last but one thing I want to talk about is financial management now i think by now you know that if you decide that you want to own a business you need to know a bit of any and everything so that means that you're constantly learning constantly taking courses so whether you did accounting in school or not it doesn't matter you have to learn these things right up until when you can afford to hire an accountant or get someone to do it for you right outsource it or something but even with outsourcing you need to know basic things you know you need to know the basic things. You need to know budgeting. You need to know financial forecasting. Cash flow management. Very, very important. Very, 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 very important. You need to know cash flow management. Like what's coming in, what's going on, invoicing, payment collection. So things like this, right? And just simple accounting terms like taxes, compliance, financial reporting. A lot of the time you think it's even Quite easy to do them nowadays because you have like tools that will help you with like your payroll at the same time, calculate your taxes, pensions, you know, stuff like that for you. So, try to get as many tools as possible. But you need to have that financial literacy and when it comes to managing your business, right? You need to know how much is coming in, how much is going out, um, what are fixed scores, what are what, how much are we allocating to marketing, you know, everything like how to balance your books, pretty simple but you need to be on top of your money game. That's the only time you can tell whether you're making money or not or whether you're spending more than you're earning. You just have a hang of your financial projections or financial management of your business. It's very, very important. And then the final thing I want to talk about is challenges. So the thing with entrepreneurship is that I know that everyone, sometimes it looks very nice on social media when people are romanticize an entrepreneurship but it's a journey right so like every journey has its ups and downs and sometimes it's romantic i'm not going to lie <laughs> sometimes it's sweet right we like the or oh, you can work from anywhere and you can manage global <laughs> team and that's completely fine however we as african experience very unique obstacles like as african women One of them is funding, for instance. Like, so these are very unique obstacles to encounter, you know, like limited access capital, gender biases, cultural expectations, you know, unequal opportunities. However, you have to be resilient. Um, you have to be resilient. You do not have to like get everyone to believe in you before you start. You need to just believe in yourself. You need that resilience. You need the determination and you need to be consistent. Consistency is key. Sometimes your business will not take off till after the fifth year or after the third year, right? Sometimes you will just start and then it will take off. So it's different for everybody. Seek help, right? Get mentors, get friends who are doing the same thing or not, but who can support you um, who can provide guidance, who can provide emotional encouragement, learn from your failures and setbacks. Um, learn how to talk to your customers because they're the key to your business if you don't have customers who are paying you you don't have a business so learn how to treat them well learn how to be kind to them take courses on customer service so that you can talk to them better you can handle them well Um, yes so just recognize that it's a path and a journey that you're on it comes with a lot of advantages or a lot of blessings however it's not without challenge or it's not without obstacles just prepare your mind for that and go through it take each day at a time some days will be good some periods will be good other periods might not be so good but putting it all together is what makes it beautiful and if you have decided to walk in a particular path please walk on it and then see through till the finish also if you're doing a business now and the business is not serving you It's probably like draining a lot of your money. You're not making any income. It's not helping you or you're tired. It's okay to let go. I don't believe that people should be holding on to things all in the name of like waiting to see what happens. Sometimes you can tell that nothing is going to happen. It's not going to get better. Just like cut your losses, take your L in peace and move on, right? Go re strategize. Think of like something else you can do that will give you a lot more money or that you can do consistently and that you don't, right? You will not run into losses and then do that right it's okay um to say that i tried my best and my best was not enough so i'm going to try again or do something else so that's with entrepreneurship there's so much more we can talk about you know including like scaling your product growth mentorship and networking work-life balance and even go into like further details of all of the things that we have spoken about today um but like I said we're going to talk about these things in our webinar so please stay put look out for the sign up sign out, sign up link and then whenever it's out you just sign up and join us in the meantime I would encourage you to join our community the link will be in the show notes please join our community you get all the information you need from there first hand and you're not going to miss out on anything we are growing we have a lot of women joining us every week and so i can't wait for you to join when you join just introduce yourself and i'll be very happy to welcome you to the team okay thank you so much for joining me once again please follow us on social media at zero two woman on instagram on facebook and on twitter check out our website for any information that you will need about us and feel free to contact us if you, if you have any questions, thank you so much for listening to us again. I cannot wait to bring you another episode next week. Take care and be safe. Bye bye.